Live. What's going on, man? Yo, this is Pink 7-Eleven, Box on 80, from the 7-Letter MTA on J4F. I'm here cause, um, to expose that the God will rise. I gave it to him. That's why Drake exposed it in the song War. OBO 60s, because I'm from OBO. They call me Scorpion Thumb. I have a scar on my thumb for uh, the Kardashians deal. And Kanye and Jesus exist, and Jesus will return and obey on 80 proof. Seems like you've been talking to everybody, man. I mean, everybody knows me. I'm a legend. I'm legendary. Also, shout out to Spanto. He knows who I am. He gave me the nickname Versace or Born and Raised Venice. Yep. Is Jesus, does he write graffiti too? I mean, Jesus started the 12. Eminem admitted in his first album, The Infinite EP. You just ate your booger on camera. You just picked your nose and then you put your finger in your mouth. Can you hear me? You can't hear me. Oh my God, this is the best. So ham, no, it's okay. We're good, we're good, we're good. Yo, can you, you're not hear me? Can Jason hear me? Yo, two-tone, two-tone literally, we're not really recording. We're recording here, but I don't know where you're going to use this, but this is great. He's trying to figure out how to turn his fucking headphones on, and I just watched him on camera. He just picked his nose, and then he touched, he ate it. He picked his nose, and he ate it, and um, he definitely has COVID. He just ate L.A. boogers. L.A. boogers are chock full of COVID, so that fucking two-tone, he's going to die Too bad. Because even as a booger eater, I'm not eating boogers during COVID. I'm on a burger fast. I'm on a burger fast right now, and I miss them. But, you know, what are we going to do? You know, like with uh, sometimes, can you hear me now? I can hear you. So I was just explaining to my fans on my phones that are recording that I just watched it. You just... You just like picked your nose and then you ate a booger, it looks like on camera, from what I saw. And um, it looks like, it looks like you got COVID. What are you doing right now? Are you, are you talking or are you just, is this just, am I in your brain? No, I'm talking, I'm talking to no, my fans. Leave it on top so I can get up. Cause I want to show them the, who are you talking to? Are we, are we doing the show? Yeah, we're live. I was just telling my friends. Are you guys recording? You're, you're telling your friends? I was telling my friends and my fans and all my lovely people out there. You, I was watching you on, on in real life because we're next to each other. Um, and uh, I saw you were like fingering your nose. You were kind of fingering your nose and then you ate it. And we have it. I wasn't screen recording, so no one will ever see it. But I saw it. And I just want to let you know all your safety precautions. You just ate an LA booger, air burger, booger. And that means that you, which are the most dangerous boogers out there right now, because LA is uh, on fire with COVID. And so now 
You let me punch a couple holes zombie. in this. Let me punch a couple holes in that theory. A, first of all, I've never eaten a booger in my life because I would never put something from my you. nose into my mouth. You're lying once again. And B, uh, you can't make yourself sick with your own boogers, according yeah. to your your stupid uh, backwards no. fucking uh, you know. Why is it stupid backwards? It's, it's, you're a, it's a reality you, that I just also watched said, you. You said in another episode that you eat the boogers and they make you stronger. So but that was that was that was pre-COVID. In COVID, I'm on, I've been on a, a booger fast. You're a, I'm fasting right now from boogers. You, you've cut down your booger intake. I've cut down my booger intake, and 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 now I, I I you know it's a little bit of willpower. It's a little bit of willpower. So it's, it's a formula, you know, a little bit of willpower, a little bit of head smarts. And you're you one of the most the buggers. You're one of the most contradictory motherfuckers I've ever met. And as a matter of fact, every time I have a, a, a come to Jesus phone call with you where we're discussing the state of affairs, etc., i.e., us to be working together, what's going on with the show, you you basically in the beginning you give me one point, and at the end of the conversation, you give me a counterpoint. So you basically have no opinion because you give you have both opinions. You have, what color is the sky? You're like it's blue and it's also psychedelic purple, yellow, and green at the same time. That's well, where your head's I, at. I'd like to say this that I like to just state facts. And so can we before start, we I, before we get started, can I make an acknowledgement about the Omar painting? Do you mind? I would love, I think everybody would love to see the Omar okay. painting. And gonna, quickly, quickly, we have a guest today. We have a guest today. I, I, just wanna, I just want this on camera. Is this on camera, Jason? We, had, um, we have a beautiful. Look at this. Because I, I made a joke slash lie about, oh, you can't hear me. I made a joke. I can hear I, you. I made a joke slash lie about Omar being dead. It was a joke. I was lying as a joke or joking as a lie, and uh, and I said Omar's dead, and then and and death isn't funny. I thought, I mean, it's it's as funny as you saying that she has about like twelve percent battery life left. She's always um, above. She's at like fifty-seven. Either way, Joshua Rhodes will put his ad on here at Tat Shoe. He commissioned a a Barnes, who who uh, you're aware of, right? Um, yeah. Andrew Andrew uh, Barnes. Who's a, a painter that I've al already followed independently of this whole thing, and I've always been like that. I have one of his painter. paintings. I have one of his paintings now too, for free. Well, Anyways, I, I, I'm pr I proudly support and bought one. Okay. I was I would have paid for this. I did. My wife, this, I, my wife doesn't like the painting though. My wife. My wife. My wife. Trishy doesn't like the painting, so I need to put the painting somewhere. But, Either way, um, thank you guys for that. Okay, now. Let's get. Thank you. Seriously, I don't want to be insincere. Thank you so well, much. Well, sure, the painting. The painting's incredible. It is a beautiful. Andrew is, I think, just a modern day. He's uh, a modern day painter. Okay, that's thank it. you. That's <laughs> that's a really vague. <laughs> he's he a modern an day painter. painter. He's no, an he's incredible great, painter. He's actually not. His style is is not very contemporary. He's, he's an old school style painter, in my opinion. That's not what a modern I said. Day painter. No, you didn't. So, yeah. um, I before we started the show. Um, before we started the show, are you okay? You yeah, I just, I just saw this. I saw these weights here. Hey, look at these. Oh, uh, are you doing a pump? Are you getting oh, pumped up? It's too heavy. 
That's what Shout is out that, to Global 40? Fitness for these bad boys. You know what I'm saying? Um, Did you just get a sponsor? I didn't get one. I don't need. I, some... pump, I just pump. Yeah, you just pump your arms. Before the show started, you told me that your friends got together and called you and said, "We don't like oh. two tone." No, my friends. Okay, everybody. This is this is. I just want like my friends. My best. I have like I don't know. Like my three very very close friends. I love them very much. They're like my support, my team, you know, my emotional friend, like real friends. And yeah. they all, I don't know if they texted each other, but they all were just like, okay, we don't like to two-tone. Uh, he, he is too mean to you. And and uh, they're just like, he's just he's just not funny. He, he, he goes, he only goes skin deep and he's just, he's lazy with like trying to shred you. And he's just like, him making fun of you, like for being fat. It's like, everyone knows you're fat. You, you are, I'm fat. You know, and but mm -hmm. but it's just like it, it, it's like you're lazy, and I, I do agree with that. But I also I was just like I defend you because it's just like it's it's one of those things where I even defend because I'm like I love you, and I'm like no, we built this whole repertoire of us being like absolute idiots where we we constantly are trying to champion each other, and we're playing. You know, sometimes we're playing to, to the well, lowest demographic the or the, and the, the lowest car. The last episode, I haven't watched it yet. I've been meaning to because I I don't watch them right away. You never watch them. I watch I've them never watched. I don't watch this bullshit. I know. And the last episode, <laughs> you don't watch this bullshit show. The last episode, I remember you guys couldn't get started. I was, I was in a you're mood at, because you're, I, you're angry. I was agitated because I thought I was getting sick. I thought I was getting COVID. I hadn't gotten tested. I got tested. I'm negative. Um, I was agitated. You guys couldn't get your shit together. And there was like 20 minutes of us like bickering before. And then by the time the camera got turned on, I was hot. And I don't know what I said, but I just know that I was being aggressive. And and also, I don't give a fuck. Um, your friends can say what you want, what they want. And maybe it was low-hanging fruit. But also like, you know, Jason, Jason pulls me aside. He goes, you, know, you should back off on the fat shaming. And I went in the bathroom and I thought about it. And I'm like, I don't even believe like... Does it hurt more to for me to talk about your haircut or for me to talk about your weight? Because it obviously got to you. No. Well, oh, first of all, because uh, you went crying, you went crying to your friends, and you said, "I don't be mean to me." First yeah, of you all, did. you making fun of me about my weight is a joke because you're, you're disgusting. And pull your shirt actually, off. You got you got gross. You're like a fucking half bag full of milk. And you're that's not true. I'm broke. actually very I'm like, firm. I'm packed up. I'm a fucking tight bag of potato chips ready to bust open, crack your fucking head open. I'm a fucking pop. You are just like a like a half bag of groceries, all milky, wilky. You're fucking all, like I'm packed up, which is a better look. And we've spoken about this before. I think that you're just jealous we, of how I'm fucking. I look so great being a I big love, boy, and you I look love, like a fucking. You look like a lumpy bag of fucking. Rotten tangerines. I love your ability to pump yourself up with your bullshit. It's, and it's nice because it keeps How you alive. How's my bullshit? How's my bullshit? And you're not bullshit. I'm picking a zit on my neck. Is this good for podcasts? Yeah, whatever. Everything you're saying is a lie. And it's all Every, it's all this like it's all this stuff. You like inflate you're yourself. You, you're you, a lie. I'm not I don't, I'm actually pretty I'm actually not I'm actually I'm actually beautiful and I'm not a bag of milk <laughs> and I'm firm, you know, and I'm strong as an ox. So, you know. Well, if I wasn't, if I was that, if I was that disgusting, show. if I was that disgusting, why were you always trying to sleep with me? I got, well, be, I, no, oh, it's obviously why it's obvious the, why, because I want to, I want, I wanted to see if you were a good kisser. You failed. Uh, I wanted to see if you were a good lover. You failed. 
So it's just if you want to keep, you know, I, I'm, 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 I want to, I want to have a nice relationship with my podcast partner. If you, <laughs> if you, if you, if you don't want to know if I'm a good kisser or a good lover, then fine. And, and, and that's okay. And that's what's going to bring us to, we have a guest because me and Two-Tone obviously are dog shit sick of each other. I got nothing new. He won't even talk about his past because he doesn't really have one. He's ashamed of it. So I'll, nobody I'll, even I'll, is ever going to know. Let's talk about, about my past. No, I'll, it doesn't matter. Let's talk so about it. The, born and raised um, in Venice, Ontario. He is. He, he was. He was. He, he grew. He was a beekeeper at a young age. His mother I was a. Was a, I was a beekeeper. She molded wax. His father plowed fields. Yeah. And his sister and his half brother uh, were. Um, how, you know. How did you they, get my bio? Did you go to my agent and pull my bio? Is that what you did? Wikipedia. It's Wiki a. Leaks. It's free. It's Wikipedia. Wiki, Wiki freakies. And okay. The, so the before, art of in, the art of interviewing. The art yes. of interviewing is an yes. art. And yes. podcast talking back and forth, allowing someone to breathe, allowing someone to say something stupid, being able to take that stupidity and wrap it around into a beautiful gift takes a lot of talent, takes a lot of restraint, takes a lot of like timing, and, and is very, very difficult to be a really great interviewer. I think I'm a better interviewer than you. Yes. And I, I think that you are very indifferent to most of our guests. And I think that you really don't have any kind of, uh, you just don't know how to interview anybody because you don't really care about anything except for yourself or going hiking or eating Jenny's ice cream or whatever the fuck this you is, do. Th in Los okay, Feliz. this is the thing. Now now I'm getting pissed because your fucking stupid baby friend said, oh, Alice called you fat. Why are you getting out of here? I'm past that. Now you're coming hold, back. No, no, now because I'm back. endearing. I'm endearing. You've been doing this shit that you're doing right now where you shit on me just over and over again for fucking for fucking the whole podcast so your friends go months. alice called you fat and you go you're a fucking dumb piece of shit who cares about himself who only hikes and it's like i'm not even talking about i don't talk about the real shit i could be talking about about you because i don't want to lacerate your entire life i don't want to i don't want to talk about our private conversations i don't want to like i don't want to i don't want to split you open and leave your guts all over social media but i just go you're fat and your friends go they hurt his feelings we're canadian <laughs> meanwhile you you sit there on a fucking continual basis and shit on me continually and I'm when? responding to that bit by bit, and I get, you know, it's just, you know what? I'm I'm going to... I was talking about journalism. See? What? I don't know what caught... It got caught... What'd you say? What? What's Jason saying? Maddie You're says digging I'm digging your own grave? Maddie, Maddie says I'm digging my own grave. No, I, I mean, don't think uh, you're digging your own Jason. grave. I think, I think we should try to be nice to each other. And learn no, there's no. What's the fu What's the point of being nice? Who cares? Like, I, I mean, look, you know, look, I love you. <laughs> you know that. Like, I you know, we don't talk you. to each other. We don't talk to each other like this off camera. It's just that when the cameras come on and I look at your big we fucking just, face, I just I want to rip your head off because you're a wild piece of shit and you do it all with a smile and you yell. But like, if you break down everything you just said to me in the course mm -hmm. of the past few minutes, it's like you said I'm selfish. You said all I care about is hiking ice cream. You said I'm shaped like a bag of eggs. You said all I do is eat ice cream. You said I fucking I don't care about anybody. That's you just said all I these. Said you hike, eat ice cream, and you and you look like I'm like I'm like a, a bag you of said like I, a you loose said I'm a selfish piece of shit. You're, you no, that. I didn't say you're selfish. You just said it. I don't think you're selfish. You said the word selfish. Did I? Yeah. 
You just well, that the doesn't matter. That, the things it's that come words. out. It doesn't matter if Maddie says it. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't it matter. Like the That's shit not- that you said to me. The shit that you've said to me in the course of this podcast has pissed me off so much. Like when you turned to me the whole time. Remember that time you started saying things to me about my fucking relationship and how it's stupid and how I'm going to get <laughs> fucked up and blah, blah, blah. And then you turn around and like the only reason you tried to backpedal is you thought somebody might think that you weren't nice. When the reality is you're not nice. I'm a very nice person. Talk- you're not a Hello? nice person. Look at this. What does that mean? You're like, you're, nice. like, you're like you're like if Ellen How DeGeneres if Ellen hey. DeGeneres and Trump fucked, that's you. That's the baby. You're you're the little baby. You're the little screaming and red-faced baby. You can pretend to be nice, but you're also the devil. Imagine if I was Trump and Ellen's baby. Oh, I just did. That's not even funny. That's not I'm funny. I'm glad I got that's that out. Funny. I just got so I got so irritated by because also let me tell you something. I've also gotten it, and I don't, I've never brought it up, but I've also gotten it from my friends and been like, yo, Maddie's, Maddie's a wild fucking bag of dicks, isn't he? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a piece of work. No, they, don't, they but, would never say that. Yes, mutuals. Mutual um, friends, our mutual friends. Yeah, mutual friends. The real people what? over here in L.A., not the fake people in Canada. What? See, that's so, that's <laughs> racist. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> That's racist. Actually, actually, all the real people Canadians. are probably in Canada. Canadians are probably Korean. the real people. We're we're the holograms over here. It's a fuck, are, it's a mess. It's a you mess. You guys are not doing well. America's we're not, not doing, well. doing well. No, right now. we're not. America. Listen, let me tell you about America. <laughs> America's doing great. We got three minutes. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you my breakdown on America real quick. Okay. Let's go. Here's where we. Here's where we fucked up. Reality TV was the first fuck up. Okay. Um, no, capitalism and, and, and marketing, over-marketing to everyone and getting and marketing to children and cr- obsessive marketing, creating weapons-grade consumers was the first thing. Second thing was reality TV because that warped, that, that started a rift and warped everything, okay? And when reality TV hit and we all started worshiping reality TV stars, that's when, okay, let's go back even further. In the 80s, <laughs> are you looking at your phone? In the 80s. No. The concept of nerds was created, which meant that if you're smart, you're lame. That was that was that was one one chink in the armor. Okay. Then uh, previous to that was was the weapons grade capitalism that uh, uh, consumer consumer insanity. Right. We have to keep buying shit. Like that's part of our sickness. Then uh, the idea of being smart, uh, being being smart is being lame. Then reality TV happened. Okay. Mm. And and that started that that. Sh- fractured everything because we started worshiping the worst people in the world then social media came and, and what what social and, media i think has given everyone just such a nice platform no and then the confluence of all that shit together has put us in a position where now reality is 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 ripped apart we have a president that is just like a cartoon character and everything's falling apart and no one can fix it because we're all too dumb and we're all just on social media trying to buy shit and no one wants to fucking investigate and nobody um nobody cares i love it i think it's really great news did that make any sense didn't what are you looking at you read i think i think you just broke down america perfectly i think anybody <laughs> that's like listening to the powerful truth angels right now fully understands why america is what it is and i think if that's like really important and i think people are coming here for facts i think people and are racism. coming here for history they're coming well you're racist you're, you're you keep bashing canadians not that's, nice. not ra- that's, that's very not typical canadian 
It's a nation. I love Canadians, actually, to be honest. I'm just talking shit. <clears throat> I like nice people. Canadians Wayne Gretzky. Are generally Wayne Gretzky nice. played on the LA. The LA hockey about, team. I don't know. Wayne, I know who he is. I don't know anything about, about uh, Wayne. Did you like hockey? I hate They're great. Nah. I like the Kings. I like the Kings as like a logo. And I used to wear Kings merch all day back in the day. But did I ever watch a hockey game? Hell no. What's the other hockey? Do you guys have two hockey teams? Yeah, we had the Kings and we had the uh, the Ice Lords, which was like a really weird hockey team. There's no fucking team called the Ice Lords. Yeah, they dress like Grim Reapers. It was, it was I mean, it was cool. It was like a, a bit of a crossover. There's like um, Slapshot. Slapshot. Slapshot's like a, one of the greatest movies ever made. Slapshot's pretty fire. Okay, what I are guess you looking he's at? coming in. He's coming in? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I was just texting. So we got to, we have, I think what we are both talking about is where media and history and everything is coming together at once. And there's a person on the front lines of America that is, I think, the truest form of fucking journalism. And I think that what is happening with America, what up? Hey, the boy, the boy. (laughs) Hey, before before we do anything, Andrew, Mm -hmm. I want to take, I want you and I, I don't think Maddie's going to even understand what we're talking about, but I want you and I to take a moment of silence for Rip and Dip, Seventh Letter, Nicki Minaj, Anaconda. Thank you, bro. Scorpion Thumb, OVO, Rip and Dip, Jehovah, Mainhead, A.W.R. That's what I'm talking about. Rest in paradise to my guy. I love that, man. Right? And let me tell you something about Rip and Dip. A lot of the things that he quotes are directly... Are you Are you, Are you? Are you here, Matt? Are you, can, are you following us? No idea what's happening. No idea. Okay. A lot of the things that Rip and Dip quotes are directly related to like my history in LA. Seventh Letter, AWR. He started doing these born and raised rambles that he would DM to my partner. And it was just like... Sponto told me that he saw Rip and Dip on the street and he was like... He's like, yo, I was horrified at how gigantic he was. He said he oh, was a giant. Huge. That fool yeah. is huge. He's just, what do they call him? The Sasquatch of Scante? That fool is <laughs> massive, dude. Like, I, think six, I think he made like 300 pounds and he's 6'5". <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's way past three. You think so? He's yeah. like a three, oh, yeah, 150? 100%. If he's 6'5", at that, at, yeah, Maddie's three and he's he's like 5'2". And if he's and if if uh, if Rip and Dip I'm is five six five, fucking six. Nice, <laughs> nice try. <Five> two. <laughs> nice try. Um, I'm five fucking. I think I was five nine actually. Andrew, how did Rip and Dip die? Uh, I actually heard that it was uh, diabetes related. I guess he had undiagnosed, untreated diabetic condition. I'm not sure how you die from diabetes, but no, it wasn't drugs. I think you violent. just get fuzzy and you die. Sugar. Yeah. The sugar gets you. It's uneven. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It's like a, it's like a blood glucose thing or something. It might be glucose a sick way. Blood. It might be a nice way to go like that last Snickers and you just pass out forever. You know what I mean? Oh. It's like an overdose on a, on a Snickers. Just a big fucking glug of chocolate milk and then you just slip away from society <laughs> and the world. You just slowly just dissolve into the ether. Oh I think God. I think anyway. we're gonna design a, a shirt like a shirt for him. Me and Fool's Gone Wild of like him ascending to heaven and like meeting all the people that he talks about constantly, like Nipsey, Tupac, and Mac Miller and shit. Oh my That's God, sick. dude, that dude. Well, we'll we'll bring you up to speed. Uh, actually, Maddie doesn't care, but we'll put it into the pod. We'll have uh, we'll have Jason. Do you know Rip and Dip is Jason? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jason, producer knows he'll drop some Rip and Dip stuff in here. Rest in peace to the boy Rip and Dip. Um, yeah, we'll drop. We'll what? You're gonna put. There's a memorial fund, a GoFundMe. Okay, so, got that out of the way, Maddie. So I just, I well, 
I just wanted to say thanks for coming on, Andrew. And, and like, we're big fans. And I think, like, the thing about the, the world's uh, on fire, it seems. It's not doing great. And, and I think that, like, what fucking media is fucking real and what is fake and it doesn't even matter anymore. And so it's like, what needs to happen is just, I think what you're doing is such a like actual revolutionary thing where you're like actually showing something at its purest form. I want to ask you guys, why do you feel like people are criticizing the building burnings? Because they don't know. They don't, they're they're not, feeling they don't care about the humans. They don't this care is, about black folks. This, this is temporary, okay? This is temporary shit. This is our future we stand up for. We making history yeah, right now. Right. Our ancestors lived through us. They lived through us. But we gonna cause a scene. We will be hurt. Y'all don't wanna listen. You gonna feel us. Yeah. Fuck Trump. He trying to shoot us, man. Stupid coronavirus. You think it's, it's real? Till November, then you won't have another virus for another four years. Think, think about that. that. Independence Day! I live across the street. My name is Tim Trito. This is the craziest this beach has ever been in my whole life, right in the midst of a pandemic. All these people come up and they're coming from all, people from Florida, people from all over the country, Texas. You watch, I think we're gonna see a spark in Marquette. I mean, you see where we are, we're not going down into that craziness. Does anyone actually know someone with it? Any of you guys know someone with coronavirus? I fucking don't. So it might be a lie. Detroit rappers don't get corona, dude, because they drink lean. Is that literally the cure? So I'm in a nursing major and all that shit. Coronavirus is 100% real, but who gives a fuck right now? That's Do you have everybody. it? Fuck no. Do you know someone with it? There's motherfuckers that have it. I don't but know. But you don't know anyone with it. That's the thing. You can so have it might be a lie. And I think it's just like that kind of shit. It's like it's unadulterated. There's no fucking twists. There's no fucking turns. There's no agenda. It's just like, here it is. Here's the fucking monsters that the fucking world created. Let's go. Wait, are you, hold on, Maddie. Have you, when, how long have you been watching his stuff? Because bef when, do you have any, do you have any idea of his history of what he's done? Because he's I just not started a, he's, following. You just started. What? Okay. Just, just to back well, up. Like, just, I, 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 I saw, I don't know. Like, a well, months, you didn't see months. quarter confessions because it wasn't, Andrew, stop me if I'm wrong, but like your your shit on Quarter Confessions was when I came on, and to me it was the funniest thing I had seen on Instagram in a long time. Like his stuff is not like I don't I don't see Andrew as like um. I think he's now turned and he's in he's into what's going on in the world at in the weirdest parts of the world at all the times. But before shit got hairy, he was at he was in the uh, doing Quarter Confessions Mardi Gras and just rolling up on people. I would say one of my deepest darkest secrets is I can suck my own penis right here right now. Oh my god! Hold on, wait, hold on. It's a little soft. Give me a little. Give me a little. <laughs> It happens. New Orleans can get weird. And there's something about the way that he positions himself. And he like, I feel like he could walk in the crowd of anybody dressed in that suit with that mic and, the, and that hair and just sit there and just be like, what, what's going on? And people go fucking nuts and they let him in always. But it's so funny. I would watch that shit obsessively. I would watch and rewatch those quarter confessions. Like, well, why don't you let him talk? I'm trying to I'm trying to educate you, Maddie, on what you're talking about because you're talking out of your ass again. I want to. Andrew's right here. Andrew, tell me okay. about norms. Well, I went to college there, so I started making like videos, like just wasted fools on Bourbon Street, like asking them about their deepest darkest secrets at like two, three in the morning. It was just like straight up. It was <laughs> definitely like on the on the in between like uh, BBC and bum fights. It's definitely yeah. it was definitely closer <laughs> to the left. 
Um, that's it. Fucking yeah, that shit was cool. But you know, graduated and I was like, damn, I'm gonna like do some real American cultural learnings. What'd you what'd you go to school Thanks, for? Yo, Andrew, what? That's two questions. All right, question one. I went to school for journalism. <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> But like it's cool that they were trying to like train me to become like a traditional newspaper reporter right. in the greater Gulf South area. So I was like on the one yard line working for like a, a local news affiliate in like Mississippi. But that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How when when you stopped doing because I remember you stopped doing quarter confessions and then you hit the road. But then I saw that like you handed it off to a couple people, right? Yeah, just the people I was working with, just like you know, did what they did. That's so funny because I saw two guys in suits like doing the same thing that you were doing in that area. And then you're like, okay, I'm going over here. It was like, it was just a funny move because you didn't shut it down. Is it still going on? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. I mean, you just gotta, I just gotta, you know, get the newest wave all the time. Damn. And how are you chasing that? Like, I think it's like you were just in Portland. Yeah, I've been in Portland for the past five days just getting gassed and like doing interviews. I'm in a frat and I got tear gas. We're in a frat, we got tear gas. Kappa Sigma, baby! <laughs> We're fucking out here for Black Lives Matter and to protest fucking police brutality and obviously they're coming out strong with some fucking brutality. I appreciate that your lighting guy isn't shining it right in my face. So I've heard the right wing media talk about how everyone down here is anarchist and then I've heard the left wing media talk about how everyone down here is simply peacefully protesting and I think there's a mix of both. If you're white, you don't get to decide when you want to break shit. You don't get to decide when it's time to protest, when it's time to march, or when it's time to do whatever. You don't know what that feels like. You don't know what it feels like to watch George Floyd die. So if you're a white anarchist, shut the fuck up. Listen to the black people and what they want to do. If it's time for them to set shit on fire, the black people, then you listen to them and you support them. And you make sure they're okay. You don't go and do it with them. It is not your job. You should not walk out with a Louis Vuitton bag. In I've been, I was like standing in between the feds and the protesters just like, Trying to interview both sides. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hairy. Like, how are you, like, not fucking getting cooked? It's so, it's like you're in, like, the hairiest situation in America right now. Yeah, I don't even know, man. It's just hella fun to me. Yeah. yeah. I can tell like that you're like having... You're like a... Go ahead. I can tell that you're having fun, and I can tell that it's like you're doing... I look at what you're doing as being, from what I can see, it looks really pure. Like you're just doing something and you're not worried about like, I feel like you're doing it because you have a need to do it and that's it. Like you just seem to be in your element. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you have, you have a graffiti background, Teton? Oh, yeah. Oh, sick. Do you know a big hailer? Oh, yeah, I know hail. Oh, sick. We were just staying with him out in Detroit a couple weeks ago. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. What? He's in, he's a, he's, yeah, I know hail. Sick. Um... Don't say his crew, okay? Not on camera, you fuck. You almost said his crew, Two-Tone. I know the graffiti guys like to keep it tight. Yeah, real tight. Secret society. Secret society. <laughs> um, what were you doing out in Detroit with Hale? I don't know. I just kick it in Detroit a lot. I was there, and, like, I don't even know. Sometimes, like, in between shoots, I just go wherever I want with the RV. So we just, like, drove from Michigan to Seattle. I wanted to see Montana. Went back to Minneapolis to check up on it. Uh Figured out about like Sturgis Bike Week, so I'm going to that Bike Week, like that gnarly oh, ass thing fuck next yes. week. Bone Thugs and ZZ Top are headlining. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is happening? That makes no sense, dude. That's the, America, baby. No, yeah. it's not. Bone Thugs and ZZ Top. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, That's how you know. Texas. Oh, where is, it, is Bone Thugs from? Oakland? Or where are they from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Perfect. Andrew, Bone Thugs and ZZ Top. 
What the yeah, fuck? Bro. How does that? How did that happen? I don't. I mean, doesn't it kind of make sense to you that these bikers would be into Bone Thugs if they had to pick one rapper that's not like Eminem or MGK? It'd probably be Bone Thugs, like Busy I, Bone. I'd never. Bone. I I don't know. I just that's mind boggling. Dude, Bone Thugs be... is borderline like Tech Nine territory. Is that, yeah. it's crazy. That, that one song with Tupac, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking on all. Uh, what is it? Art of War. On Art Art of War, they got that one song. He's got the fucking shotgun. Yeah, it's kind of like. Song. Like melodic, like murder core, creepy music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's total like hardcore rap, huh? Yeah. They, that's like, yeah. When they came I out, I was like, thugs. I was like, when they came out, I was like, this shit's fucking whatever. Like, I was on some other shit, and I was like, I'm not fucking with Bone Thugs. But then later on, I came to really love them because it's like all that stuff is is pretty great nostalgic. Anyways, so Sturgis, you're going to Sturgis. I know. Um, do they still? You ever seen those uh, those pictures of bikers where like? There's a guy on a motorcycle. There's a woman on the back of the motorcycle, and then there's a fishing pole with a hot dog hanging over her. You ever seen that, Andrew? No, but what, what what's that? What does it mean? Well, they they do this thing where they put the girl on the bike on the back, and they put a fishing pole on the back of the motorcycle with a hot dog, and she tries to catch a hot dog with their mouth while they're riding their motorcycle. So it's a dick thing. It's phallic, yeah. It's, a dick <laughs> thing. it's phallic. Um, Sturgis is phallic as a whole. Dude, that's so fire. So wait, Sturgis is you think they're gonna be masked up out there? Or what do you think's gonna dude, happen? Sturgis? Fuck no. Well, I mean, after Trump wore the mask, I don't know. I don't know. Like, dude, when I saw Trump with the picture of the ma- that picture of Trump with the mask on, I was like, dude, yeah. did he just lose the election? Like, yeah. I could not believe that he caved in after all these months of mask hating. Like, I could not believe that image. It like shocked my entire central nervous system. I was that like, blew my mind. What are his supporters gonna do now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are they gonna? Are they like super into masks now? Because they're just gonna follow whatever the fuck he's doing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I bet you that like there will be some who are masked up, but dude, some of those Arizona bike clubs like they don't give a shit. They never no have. Fuck. No way. No, no you're way. Going to, no like, way. The roughest. You're going to the roughest place ever, where like the freedom is essential. Yeah. The freedom I mean, is essential. We got a we got our first security guard, this dude named like Danny Castellano that we found on Craigslist. He's like, yo, it's Danny Castellano. He's like, I'm 5'10. I'm trained in like knife play and uh martial arts. <laughs> what? And he's like, he's like, he's like, I did this security. He's like, I did this security for Sons of Anarchy. And then he was t- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I speak their language, brother. And he's like, he's like, I've done every job you can imagine. He's like, he's like, I've done security in East LA. He's always talking about East LA. I don't know why he talks about it so much. It's like his like version of like Iraq service. You know what I mean? He's like, I was in East LA, man. Like, <laughs> wait, what? Why? Uh, what made you get security for this round, dude? I'm just so tired of people like fucking with me while I'm filming at this point. And bikers, oh, really? we we want to be like late night Sturgis interviewing Hell's Angels, that yes. kind of thing. Oh my so like God. we don't want to be playing it safe at Sturgis, and I don't know. I feel like, do you guys know about bikers? Like they like fighting, hella, right? Oh, I, I know about bikers. Yeah, I know a lot. Of, yeah, I, they, for, they, don't, uh, they don't fuck around. I feel like that's the that. one. That's but the I one group of people. In. I think you could get in. I think they like. They want you to come in, and then if you if if, the, if one guy is just like yo fuck this guy, then you're kind of cooked. But I yeah. think I think like they love. Obviously, they're having fun. They're you're going to like Valhalla of bikers. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, yeah, having a guy that can like talk to them, but it's still like at one point, I don't know. It's a, it's very brave of you. Yeah, I think for sure. it's like it's very like it's it, it, it's just another thing that I think is just like incredible for like what you're doing, where it's just like you're legitimately like showing the front fucking lines of shit. 
he, and, and it's just like in the sense of just like going to a fucking biker rally or, I, or oh my like God. in Portland and it's just like it's wild. I yeah, cannot thanks, wait. Man. I cannot wait for fucking Stur- like Sturgis. Sturgis has is been, big. One of my friends yeah. growing up, his dad is a biker and I'm so I'm privy to all this stuff. And Sturgis has always been something that's been stuck like one of these pieces of trash in my head that like I have nothing not a piece of trash, but like one of these things in my head that's not a part of my life in any way, but it's always been Sturgis has always been in my head. Like I'm aware of Sturgis and like yeah. I'm aware of like Lake Havasu and like shit like that. And that yeah. places I'll never go that I just know of. And I'm like, I can't wait, man. I'm so excited because you're like the, oh my God. Okay. The dude from Vegas in the fur coat, the fucking Mr. Daddy. You remind me of a cigarette. Why? Cause I want to get you fucking lit. And then put your butt in my mouth. <laughs> that guy, how 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 coked? That man is seriously like like ninety four percent cocaine, cocaine, right? All right, just put that out there. His coke's not that good. So uh, <laughs> you know, I've heard, I've heard. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, there's something going on. It's he just speeding all the time, dude. He's like a. a I talked to his roommate. Apparently, Mr. Daddy would just be up for four days and then sleep for three days in like a pool of sweat and just like recharge and hibernate. Yeah. Get the plug back, get it like an A ball like and just do it again. Iguana. Like I can see him like on camera. I can fucking, I can, I can smell his sweat and I can smell his body through, through the camera. Like he's so filthy and he's so out of control. And I'm like, I bet you there's still times when it lines up for him because he's just like, he's just out there. You know what I mean? Like it's still yeah. like happening on some level. Like he hasn't hit the skids yet. No, definitely not. I ran into him in downtown Orlando during the height of quarantine, just like stumbling out of a nightclub. And he was like, yo, baby boy, what's up? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. Has anybody tried to like kidnap you and like bring you to like really like their like inner sanctum? Like any of these like different dudes or like people? Like have you ever gone deep enough where you're like, we got to turn the cameras off and like just ride this out? Like you ever uh, go full... No, I, I want to. That's, I mean, I, we keep the cameras rolling at all costs. It's always better yeah. to have the cameras rolling and get kicked out than it is to like take Turn something off. only into the brain and no one else can see it and you have to like explain it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I hope someone tries to kidnap me at some point. Maybe Sturgis. Not in Mexico or anything like that. <laughs> but, you know, know, like. Andrew, how do you like. I don't know how. Like, what, what? I don't know how you. Um, you have a there's something about your personality on on camera that like allows you to just kind of like exist everywhere how do you how does that work like is that is that a weird question like i i just no, see you doing your thing and i'm like you're there's like just shit going on and you're just there in your suit with the thing and like people are like see you but they don't see you and they react to you but they don't it's such a weird i think it's a suit maybe like i mean certain people just have gifts like fools might wonder why is maddie so good at cooking or why are yeah. two tones tags so freck fucking fresh you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's right two tones two tones got the freshest tags yeah, exactly uh, not a toy not a toy no but seriously i think probably just because i don't judge people you know I, when i meet people i try to like just like listen to what they have to say and learn as much as i can i don't like run into shit with a you know agenda already in my head like i don't want to ever make people look a certain way I'm just open, like genuinely open to like whatever people have to say. It's such a rare thing that like somebody like I love seeing because it's like it's like you're like a 
I don't know, like there's people that are just like natural born musicians and like they're going to play music and it doesn't matter if they ever get a record contract. They're just going to do that. And those people like who are really good at it end up being, you know, huge, but that doesn't matter. And I feel like you're one of those people that like from what I see when I watch, I'm like, this dude is just like doing exactly what he should be doing right now at this time. And it's like effortless. It seems that way to me. You know what yeah. I mean? The hard part um, is just getting there, you know, because we live in the RV and we probably end up driving like six hours a day when we're shooting. Yeah. So, because I mean, we we're state to state every day. So that's the hard part is getting ready, figuring out a sleep schedule, um, the, all that shit behind the scenes, figuring out where to like take a shit during the day. You where know, you, take a yeah. shit. you don't shit in RV, right? Nah, Just nah. Road dogs, definitely not. Road dogs, Walmart boys. Why know? does nobody Dude. shit in the RVs? Why? I don't understand that. Because you that can't. About? You can't do that. Well, I mean, you can shit in an RV, but then that means that you'd have to like dump it really quick because the aroma will fill up the entire RV if you don't figure that out. And yeah. dumping oh, really? is either dumping is kind of like hard to do, unless you're like because we can't be you know spewing shit on the sidewalk like they do <laughs> in a lot of cities. No, you can't. It's crazy. I've only I've driven I've toured a bunch like with bands and stuff, but it's just like I did an RV from from LA up to SF and back over like a week, and mm-hmm. um, it was like it was it was crazy. Like our fucking piss, we had a piss bucket that like lived, because every time we stopped, our shit would just. Like it dribbled out, and so like oh. we would drive. I had eight guys. We had eight guys in the fucking van, and we were driving, and everyone would piss while we're driving. And then the second we would stop, it would start leaking. So if we pulled into any situation, we have to like bring out the fucking piss bucket, put it underneath oh. this fucking hole, and and then like, we would like yeah. fill up the bucket because we would like pull up next to other RVs, and everyone's like, "Yo, you're fucking leaking," and then nobody wants to piss around anybody else's shit. So it's just like we were like the fucking dirty dogs fucking leaking around fucking town and we got like like we got like shamed at like a, two different Walmarts for having this like leaky fucking RV and it's just like and it's just like literally like there's people sleeping in in, in like sleeping bags next to their RVs on the ground and like we're getting like I don't know I guess we were the ones with the leaky fucking goddamn fucking shit but it, it, it's still like RV life is like tough you know and it's yeah. just like what, what what kind of stuff are you eating? Like I know that like when we used to tour, we used to take frozen burritos and put them in the in, in like right when the windshield hits the heaters, and we would turn the heat on and we would put the windows down and literally heat burritos through the fucking hot air of the <laughs> van, and Oven we would hack. eat the burritos that way. Yeah, Here, let me get, let me fix this lighting real quick. Damn, that's fire! I like that hack, Maddie. You just cook you just cook the burrito on the heater vent. Yeah, like and, and but that's what we would always do. Oh, yeah, we would always nice. like. We That's eat, nicer. yeah, it's nicer. We eat like um, beef jerky, uh, pistachios, drink <laughs> smart water, and uh, yeah. we don't really eat that well, honestly. Like we just pull over and we don't do any no. creative stuff like you guys did. But I gotta tell you guys a crazy ass septic shit story. This is yes. by far my biggest uh, shit offense. So I've only illegally dumped septic one time, but as you know, if you pull a lever, we call it a hot shot. Everything comes out so fast out of like the septic hose. It is like a fucking fire hose of like brown liquid and shit and urine that just comes spraying out in like a triangular uh, formation. So I'm in Tucson, right? Like you guys know that neighborhood Barrio Anita in Tucson. It's like super nice Adobe homes. It's got thin, it's got thin streets. So it's like already not optimized for an RV. So we're, we're going to our homegirl's house, like super nice cottage style home, driving down this narrow street. My homie's sitting in the passenger seat. He's like, yo, we're spraying on the sidewalk. I look to the right and I guess we had like a valve loose. There was just shit covering other people's cars, the oh ground, everywhere. 
And so we're like, yo, we got to do something about this. So the homie's like, all right, you know, pull into that lot right there. Let's just dump it right now. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. So we assume it's like an abandoned lot because we can't see anything. We thought it was like an abandoned kind of courthouse with like a this shitty overgrown weedy lot. So I, I run outside, I pull the lever. I mean, I'd never seen so much shit come out of anything. It was like just like chocolate fountain just rolling out of the out of the RV. And so I was like, I was like, damn, man, we really fucked this place up. Like, I hope, you know, no one owns this. And so the homie like takes his flashlight and like shines it on the building. And he's like, oh, no, bro. And I'm like, wait, what is it? And he was like, it's an elementary school for the deaf and blind. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, what? Oh, fuck. You guys are it's assholes. Just, it's like a quadruple hate assholes. crime. Uh. <laughs> so think about it. I'm like, fuck, man. I can't. Oh. Dude, school must have been confusing for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's fire. Yeah, it's fire. So, uh, <laughs> that is fucking funny. Fuck. So right now, like, what is like? Like what? What's your game plan? Are you gonna just keep fucking going? Like the world's not stopping. Like the content yeah. is like literally fucking endless. And yeah, like I mean, you're really fucking, getting a stride. Yeah, we we signed a, like a development deal with Tim and Eric from Absolutely. Sick. So we're probably gonna like move it to TV hopefully soon and just keep doing our thing. I just want to keep traveling and keep doing my thing. You know. Yeah. Sick. That's. I'm awesome. looking for. I might actually. I might hold down a spot in LA for like a few months. Just to like have a home base for a bit because I've been on the road for so long and I'm not sure how long the second wave is gonna last. So I might get a spot over in like K Town or East Hollywood for a little bit. Do you think yeah. it's in your? You think you'll be a, like a road a road warrior forever? It's just in your blood, or you think you'll settle down sometime? I will always be a road warrior, but I'm gonna take like months off, maybe even years off. Like I might yeah. have a whole year where I just kick it and like become like a homebody, just, like right. watch Netflix and order Uber Eats all the time, and then I'll be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going back. I think it'll yeah. oscillate. That was yeah. good, man. Andrew, Troy, how old are you? Like Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah, so Ooh, you're like that's prime time. Prime yeah, time. You, prime don't, time. you don't have to like. There's no nothing. Like it's just like you're doing what a fucking dude. Dream. That's the it's best amazing. time of your life. That's when I. That's like when everyone was the most psychotic. Like it's just like when I was twenty-three, I was like cooking every day. Like I, I would, I would cook for 12, 14 hours. Then at like one o'clock, I'd hit the bar, grab a fucking eight ball, stay up till eight, sleep till 11, go to work. You know, and it was just like 11 to one o'clock and then party from one o'clock to like seven or eight, eight. Like it was so funny. Like my wife, like I've been with the same girl for fucking like 20 fucking years. And so like, I would always get the phone call at like six, six AM was like my, my bedtime kind of thing. So yeah. like she would text me like if I came home before six then that was cool but if I stayed out to like from six to eight is like what she would get like like what's going on damn that's eight? a cool like, ass partner man six a.m. Yeah. that was your how much coke <laughs> were you was, doing at that point bro all of it all of it what city were you in I was in Toronto so you were just in Toronto. like it was just like yeah like it was just like a ten year maybe fifteen but ten it was a ten year it was a strong ten year block and Word. so it was just like I would say like every single day for like a good 10 year stretch of just like, but it was just like, you have that, like, I don't remember being hungover. I don't remember, like, I didn't sleep for 10 years. I didn't mm-hmm. do it. Like, and it was just like, and I would go cook and then I would like jump in the van with my friends. I, I was friends with a ton of punk bands and metal bands and stuff. Yeah. And so then we would just like dip and be like gone for two weeks. And then it was just like, and then you're just like sleeping and fucking 
ditches or wherever side of the roads or wherever friends' houses getting fucking bed bugs. And it's just like, you just be constantly fucking in that twirl. And that was like, the, you know, I don't, I have a couple of regrets cause I was a complete mania. I was the guy that you would have been interviewing, sweating, chewing my face off, like screaming about fucking, I don't know, fucking eternity. But it's just like, it, it, it's one of those things where like, you're just like, you hit something so sick. And it's, just, it's so awesome that like, everybody is fucking with it so hard and like allowing for you to just do what you love, which is, you know, like it's such a sick thing. Like you're putting yourself in like legitimately dangerous situations and you're doing something that you love. And I think like, that's fucking the sickest. Yeah. That is, that's the ultimate, right? Like that is the ultimate fuck you to everybody. Um, because it's just like, you're not playing the fucking game, you know? Yeah. For you, like what's the most psychotic, like demented kitchen you've ever worked in? Probably I like La Palette, like when I was probably, I, I was uh, 24. When I was 24, it was just like, it was like a very bohemian style French restaurant, very small, small kitchen crew, highly like druggy, drinky, like every day is like mushrooms, acid. I got a pound of hash. Oh, um, my buddy, he's like, oh, I got some heroin. Do we smoke some heroin downstairs really quickly? Okay. During work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Smoking hard. a heroin in the kitchen? That sounds like a definitely would slow you down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was just, that was like late night stuff. But it, it still just was like, because I wasn't really, do, I wasn't, I was never fucked up when I cooked. So it was yeah. just like, I would party. I was cool. just like, the, the time zone, like I never fucked, a, I fucked around a little bit, but I was just like, I never was super, super fucked during service. So it was just like, I would do the job and then I'd dement. And yeah, because like, cause I wonder, I wonder, because like people always say that these crazy kitchens or like these drugged out environments, are people getting fucked up while they're cooking or is it more like a, a before and no, after uh, thing? Like I, I, I've worked, dude, I worked with this one chef back in the day and I, I won't say his name or anything like that, but he used to like literally drink all shift. He would drink like a pint glass of fucking gin and he had a massive downfall and definitely isn't in the industry. But I remember like one day we got a call from one of the owners and and they're like, hey, Maddie, do you think like you could be the chef? Do you think you could run the kitchen? And I was just like, why? And they're like, well, home, ho homie got caught in the fucking ceiling last night and he wouldn't come out. And the police had to come get him out. And so he got canned. And like, you never know like how far shit goes. And then like, this guy's this normal guy. But I, was, I didn't even realize he was drinking glasses of gin until one time it was like in the summertime and I grabbed his glass and I took a sip because I, I thought it was water. And I like spit it out. And I even, for me, being a fucking like a complete psychopath. I was just like, I was like, you're drinking pints of that's gin crazy, man. with no ice. Like that's a hot glass of gin. Ooh, that's that disgusting. Is a, like a, that's yeah, horrifying. It, it, that's like, that's like the, that's, that's the fucked up shit. But it's just like, you know, restaurants, like I never was like, I used to like, when I was like, um, I'd say when I was like in my first few years in professional kitchens, I like would try to like, you know, have a sneaky six pack in my station and like, take a beer, chug a beer, but it's just like, you're so busy and you're working in these restaurants where there's no time. There's no time yeah. to fuck around. There's no time. But the second that you're done, it's, it, it's full, like f five shots of whiskey, fucking 30 yeah, beers. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. And you're just like shovel a gram of Coke in your face. Well, like, you know, instantly. And you're just like, and yeah. you're like, okay. Yeah. And you're chiseled. And then you're like ready to fucking go. And then it, you, cause you would always be out just by last call. Like you'd always get to, cause last call is at like two, two o'clock in Canada. Yeah. So like you'd get out of work around 1231, have like a beer after work or something like that. Then hit your favorite, like go to your bar or your spot and then fucking, and then you hit that last call. And then you'd get fucking, 
illegal beers from some delivery service, go to the after hours and get Yeah, after I, I was going to some crazy after hours in Detroit. It was like this, this Russian-known spot with like mad Nas balloons and like <laughs> it was dope. 20 bucks at the door that take your phone till you leave. Oh, dude, oh, I used to buy drugs. I used to buy drugs at this one after hours and the dude all like literally would walk around the after hour full blacked out motorcycle helmet. Jesus, and, that's intense. And, 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 and you would go out and you'd buy all your coke off them and like full fucking blacked out fucking like always a leather jacket on blacked out fucking motorcycle helmet. And you never saw them. No one could fucking walk up and smoke them. Like it was just like one of those things. Like I was like, it was, it's the best, you know? Yeah. So like, you, that sounds pretty gnarly. Like, is there different cities that are more hardcore than others as far as like the service industry goes? Is there a tamer and more gnarly ass like scenes between cities? I think it's just the, the individuals. I think like obviously some cities are probably wild. Like yeah. I'm sure New Orleans culinary, like they're all they're all fucked. Like we're going through this like complete reckoning where we're like all these like extreme horrible people um, that are like this like generational like you know chefs are like you know fucking what I say is word you know kind of thing and you can't say no and it's just like it's the, like the whole industry globally is going through this change which is incredible. Um, it's going to take a lot longer than people think because people are horrible and not really dealing with themselves. But it's yeah. just, it's, uh, you know, I think it's just every kitchen. I think it's just like one of those things. You just get your ego gets bigger and bigger and you're just turned into a monster. And I think all pretty much pretty 99% of chefs are probably not great people or they're just psychopaths, you know? Yeah. Another question I had too is like, <laughs> this is probably a hard one to answer, but which country has like the worst cuisine? Because people shit on many as the worst, like the, your least favorite cuisine. If you had to, you know, shit on one type. If I had to shit on one. <laughs> beef, it's beef time, eh? No, not um, even beef. I'm just wondering. Like if you could avoid one cuisine at all costs, what would you see, do? See, I don't know. See, this is the thing about all people always ask me, like, what's the one food? Like, what's a food that you hate? Or what's a cuisine? I don't think that there is a cuisine that I dislike. I think there's bad cooks and not bad cooks, right? Yeah, but what so, like, about like, like they say? What about like England? They say England's got the worst food. Like, Ireland incredible. too, man. The potatoes. My family's Irish and shit. Bad. But then again, I'm sure you've had some. But good you don't know Irish where food. to go, and it's just like a lot of people. A lot of fucking people are tourists, and it's like they don't actually research, and they go and they eat at some bumfuck stupid restaurant. That's dog. Imagine coming to America and eating at fucking Jack Astor's or whatever, like fucking uh, you know what is Red Lobster? What do you? Like a major chain in America, fucking yeah, you got it shit? right. <laughs> Red Lobster, Applebee's, Chili's. Yeah, like what? Like but, but, TGI but Fridays, like in, or like going into a bar and fucking imagine walking into some bar and getting fucking some cheeseburger at a shit bar. You don't know where you're going. So I think right. a lot of people and a lot of my friends that tour and they're, they're in Europe. All, I'm so, so many people from American bands that like go to England and they're like. Fuck fucking, you know, the UK sucks for food. It's fucking gross. It's just like, you just don't know where to go. And it's yeah. just like the same kind of thing. It's just, you don't know the spots, which Definitely. is fine. There's incredible well, how about, restaurants. How about this? If you had to eat one cuisine for the rest of your life, what would it be? One cuisine for the rest of my life, what would it yep. be? Yep. Probably Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Fuck Damn. Yeah. Okay. Vietnamese is, is, yeah, probably. I could eat, like, because I could eat pho every, there's so many things, but like, just like, if I could eat soup every day, I'm a big soup boy. No, that's gospel right there. I, I agree. I agree with you. That shit's good. You been to Saigon before? Um, I've never been to Saigon. I I've only been to Hanoi. I've been to Phan Rang. I've been to Kanao. I went like super south. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's so funny. I skipped the middle. <laughs> I skipped. Yeah. Like, I didn't go to Ho Chi Minh. I didn't go to like Saigon. I didn't yeah. go to Da Nang. I did like the top and like the bottom. Actually, you know that app called Grab, where like the dudes pull up on the motorcycle and you jump on their back. No, that's like their Uber is called Grab, and like Vietnamese dudes will pull up with their helmet and like their scooters, and they'll be like, "Hop on!" And like it takes like five tries for me to get a Grab successfully because they'll just pull up, like look at me, and be like, "No," and just keep it rolling. Dude, it's, it's crazy. It's like a school of fish. Yeah, like all the scooters and everything. It's just like it's so wild. Like when I went there, we uh, we drove, dude, me and Rang, my like mentors Vietnamese, mm-hmm. and we went to Vietnam together. And we went from Fan Rang an hour and a half highway drive on two scooters to his like home, like his village where he's from. Mm-hmm. He's from like this like very small village in the south called Kana. And literally we're driving and, it, and it's like this desert. We're driving pretty much through a desert and there's a fucking sandstorm. And we legitimately, they only brought one of the, we had this one van and there was no room for us. And we had to have the scooters. So we had to like legitimately like drive through a sandstorm in the middle of a fucking desert in Vietnam for like an hour. And it yeah, was, I didn't even like, know they had deserts out there. That sounds yeah, crazy. I didn't know. I didn't know Vietnam had deserts. Yeah, I didn't Dude, know if you go south, if you go south and like legitimately, there's like um, it, it, full deserts. There's are like you sure, sand Are you sure you were in Vietnam? <sighs> yes, two tone. I was in Vietnam. <laughs> you mix you things up talk. sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> you've never left LA. You go to LA and New York. You've never traveled. I've been anywhere. around the fucking world, you douchebag. You've never <laughs> been anywhere. You've never been anywhere. You go you go to L you go to from Venice to West Hollywood to Los Feliz to Venice to fucking MacArthur Park. Then you go to New York every two years. And, and I know that you don't know, you know what you don't know what I do or where I've been. You just have this imaginary. I literally know everything idea. you do and everything you everywhere you've been. What, what, how many countries have I been to? Shit face. You? One. America. No. You're just so <laughs> dumb. You're so dumb. It's you don't even have a passport, like Jimmy. I have a I have a passport. How many have Americans have passports? Andrew. Four. Four people have passports here. I have a passport. Me, Andrew, and two other guys. Do you ever plan on going globally? Yeah, man. It's, that was the, like, we said whenever we hit 10,000 Patreon, Patreon, like, patrons, we would go global. But now, I mean, we literally can't. But I want to go, like, interview Wooks, like, backpackers in fucking Thailand and, like, yes. lads yeah. in England. Dude, England would be so the Wooks, fire. Wooks are a wild bunch. I agree. <laughs> I feel like I feel bunch. like you get lost in England and then by extension Europe for just forever. Like it's just endless, right? Like dude, and it's hella small too. Yeah. Dude, you can jump so fast. You can be a Albania, then you go to Prague. Imagine going to Czech Republic, bro. So wait, you yeah. have a Patreon oh, for you have a Patreon for the show? <laughs> yeah, I post like uncut extended interviews on there. Oh Whoa. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. And how's that going? trying to figure out how to make money with our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, man. <laughs> not okay. for some people. It's not easy. Maddie's, what's, what, what's your? Where's your? Where's like your true Valhalla? Or is every situation like, like a, any place where you're at is that the spot? Or like, do you have like, what's your like? What is your holy grail? I don't even know. I, fuck, man. I guess the coronavirus lockdown protest was my holy grail. Just like a fusion yeah. of every kind of conspiracy theorist mixed with newsworthy. <laughs> events i mean i don't even know yet i guess I'm, I'm still waiting to find it we'll see when the country opens back up because right now what's all been I can your do is favorite favorite in terms of like content or just overall experience because some Con- shit that's funny i had a horrible time there both i want to know content <laughs> and then favorite experience 
Favorite experience was probably just like um, the raid of Area 51 when we were all in like Rachel, Nevada. <laughs> that was actually just hella fun. But the content was like average. Best content, probably the Flat Earth Conference, just because we like exposed their entire like anti-Semitic views in like a few oh, interviews. I forgot about that. I forgot yeah. about that. So that was like gratifying because it was like, damn, we actually just did like uncovered some shit. We weren't, we weren't even looking for that when we went to the Flat Earth Conference. But that's no exactly idea. what it was. They're just anti-Semitic fucking psychopaths. Every like person all- we talked to, it would just be like five minutes into it, they'd be like, Jews. <laughs> We're like, how the fuck does this keep happening? And <laughs> why would they lie about theorist. the earth? Every conspiracy yeah. theorist ends up with, with just like Zionism and, and, and being anti-Semitic. They all, all roads lead to like hating Jews. And not, I know. It sucks because they, ha- they spend so much time doing independent research. Imagine if they took that brain power toward a place that wasn't <laughs> going there. It would be sick. But instead, it's sick. all just roads to back to the jew all the time <laughs> let me ask you a question like you're you're in the streets for real do you think yeah. that are you are you hopeful for uh america or do you think we're fucked <laughs> uh i mean i think we're fucked in the foreseeable future but not forever you know okay okay that's honest that's optimistic that's yeah. optimistic this election season is going to be pretty crazy i mean no matter who wins I don't know, man, because if you think about it, if Trump wins, like, there's going to be cities set on fire. Dude, if, you know, Trump win, if, tr- if Trump wins, it's fucked. And if Trump loses, it's fucked. It's yeah, fucked. So it's, like, it's a mess. No one's yeah. going to win. No. He's not Trump, leaving the White House. <laughs> well, for, for sure, he's going to declare election fraud if he loses. 100%. So that's going to lead to many of his supporters to maybe take up arms. I mean, who knows? Well, the, those armed conflicts are starting to be like, there was one with like, Basically, a white militia and a black militia. Um, I forget exactly where it was, but like they they met, and the only thing between them was some sheriffs. And it's like, yo, it just takes one dude to fucking slip, and it's just chaos. Yeah, right. Like for sure, one person, one one shot, you know, on some friends Ferdinand World War One thing. Exactly. Yeah. And and there's a lot of people that want that to happen. Like a lot of the white supremacists, like they're they're after that. Like that's their goal, right? Like they want that shit to happen, and like. You know, and like also people are like civil war, right? With civil, there's no civil war. Like our armies are going to come through and just fucking obliterate everybody. Like it's not, there's, there is no civil war. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't think that's it's how it's true. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that was so one thing fun. I noticed in Minneapolis. Basically, as soon as they deployed the National Guard, the streets were quiet. So when yeah. the federal government exercises its power to that degree, I mean, they have a, they have a way of like shutting shit down for real. Yeah. You yeah. know, people yeah. don't play when those tanks come in. Like, yeah. Pretty much all bets are off, like military grade AR-15s, yeah. trained like mercenaries and commandos like running in through the streets. Like we're not ready for that shit. No, no. it's fine. I mean, there, there are you know there are pockets of like armed militias that like want to want to set shit off, but like to what end? Because let's say you're a white supremacist or you're a whatever boogaloo, whatever the fuck you are, and you want to start a, you want to set off some sort of fucking civil war. But like you're, if there's a civil war of like people versus government. I don't know. I feel like the government's got got all the they got all the big toys, man. They're going to fucking just Yeah, and if, you know, if it's set off by like urban or black communities, like the militias are oh. not going to step in to protect their constitutional rights. Like the Michigan militia is not going to get between the federal government and unruly people in the cities. They only, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that's not yeah. going to happen. It didn't happen in Portland. I mean, they the federal troops were occupying a city, which is insane and you didn't see militia members from oregon coming in and helping it because they're like right. oh well the antipas need to be put down yeah, yeah. right it's a weird right. one so scary it's crazy yeah, and like 
and also it's just like the i mean we're getting we're going to we're going to dark sad waters here but like just the way that like you know the the way that like they, they'll just be like antifa's doing this and blah 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 and it's like they're not antifa's not even really organized like it's not even like a real like what about these dudes who are organized and and like have fucking out there with ar-15s and like camouflage fatigues like no one cares about that you yeah know what i'm saying like they're talking about antifa which is like I don't even know if Antifa is really that like um, centralized or, or coordinated, to be honest. Like, I, you know better than I do. Well, I mean, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, in Portland, it's definitely like there's definitely communication channels that unite a bunch of different people. I don't. There's not Yo, like a leadership to, structure. Did you go to the chop? Yeah, I was living in a tent in that bitch, man. Of course you were. I mean, that's not even a question. I just, no. I just didn't, I didn't drop any video because I got there. I'm like, so it was like a four week thing. I got there for the last two weeks. And all I had is footage of like the decline of Chop, basically, you know. Yeah. So like, I didn't put out a video because it wasn't like the full picture. I don't want to just come in like, because there was a week or two where Chop was super functional, and um, yeah, definitely the message was still focused in the right place, which is like Black liberation, defund the cops, and it kind of right. just became this like Coachella style thing, and <laughs> kind of became like a bum camp as well by the end. And then it, there was a gang related shooting, and before you knew it, it was just like, this is this is terrible. And so it shut yeah, down. We're, Americans are too spoiled to like effectively do anything. Like we just, at the end of the day, we just want to party. Like <laughs> everything just turns into like fucking Coachella. Like, yeah, it did, you know. But <laughs> it's it's not like it's back so in the fun. day with like we would unite and fight together and like you know strike like everything. I don't know. It's just uh, that's true and it's not true. Like the chop didn't work, you know. But like and the the protesting though has been the crazy thing about the protesting is that i had no idea this generation was going to go that hard like it's pretty sick is, right it's crazy like i'm 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 blown away by that you know um but uh yeah 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 bro so I mean, the world's going to be okay right andrew yeah eventually mm. yo but, uh, you don't give work. a fuck about corona huh no, I don't. I mean, I care about. Okay. I get tested super often, but at this point, yeah, I'm I'm good. I don't have it, but I don't think about it. I think about transmitting it. I don't think about getting it myself yeah, yeah. because I have it. a I have an essential service to do. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I'm pretty. I, I've been like the only independent reporter that I've seen produce content on many of these things. So yeah. if I am at the house for the greater public safety, I mean, yeah, I think I'm. I think what I'm doing outweighs the potential risk. Because I get tested after every Let's event go. and before, so that's fire. Okay, and then you also Let's have go. a mask. You also have a mask on your mic, which is good. Yeah, I mean, shit. That's mostly for them, just in case I contracted it at some point on long these roads and didn't realize. You know, I'm not no, so no, worried I'm, about myself. I'm talking about the mask you put on the microphone. Oh yeah, I'm saying because the the droplets of saliva that people spit <laughs> into the oh, mic. The microphones like, are disgusting. I thought it was a gross. joke. I thought I thought you were making a joke. I didn't know you were that kind of a joke. Because, nah, I mean, we could have put a glove on it or something, but no, it's, it's halfway funny. joke. I'm serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're huge fans of what you do. Uh, I'm fucking love watching it. I can't get enough, really. Um, and yeah, it's sick that you're like that. You're getting this like you're getting your platform extended to go even harder because like I don't know. It's rare that people do things. And it's rare that someone just does things from the gut and then actually gets like. But it's real. That's the thing. It's just yeah. like he's, he's showing it's the fucking. Real. Yeah. It's just like I, I, I get what my information on the world from Urban and Andrew. Urban, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, I'm that's boy. all of our guys. That's, you guys that's know Urban? Guy. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Hot fire, bro. Hell yeah. yeah that's my boy. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. That's gang. Urban's. 
Damn. Was a homie. See, I know you guys are the homies for real, then. Sick. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're tapped in. Um, <laughs> I love that Urban is the barometer on being the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Urban, is, the homie, Urban, Urban is somehow everywhere. Like, I don't understand how Urban is, like, the constant between, like, He's you know, his sister. He's the first person. He's the first his... person I met went through you in L.A. That's, like the, like, the first time I ever, like, really mobbed out in L.A. He was a part of that. Yeah, I mean, Urban's from the West Side. Urban. Like, be, me and Urban are both from the West Side. I know Urban through West Side people. I know him since, like, the birth of Born and Raised, which is, like, seven years ago. And, you know, Urban Urban does what Urban does, but Urban's also very um, – he's got a lot of energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. And, uh, again, me and, him, I, me and him link up heavy every time I'm out there because, I don't know, I, I show him some footage sometimes, and he helps me with, like, creative stuff. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. That's the boy. He's the best. Yeah, all right. That's funny. Well, world peace. All right, Andrew. We all got to we all got to kick it one day when I'm out there in LA, man. Yeah, absolutely. Get it. We'll, do a, we'll do we'll do we'll do a recap, an election. Yeah, we'll do an election, election recap. I'll pull up. Let's go. I mean, we, hopefully, we can do it in person. We could we could pop yeah. out and, and see you in the world. Nah, we'll, you know we'll as soon as it. I can fly out there, I'm coming out there, and we're gonna fucking go. Let's do it. So, I'm down. You guys yeah. got my number. Holler at me, man. All right, absolutely, later man. on. It's been bro. a pleasure. Thank you, Andrew. All right, man. All gas, no brakes. Let's go. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was fire. You're Don't. welcome. I got that guest. You need to get a good guest now, okay? Fuck you. This is... I'm still doing the show. Where are you going? Oh. That was nice. talking here. Let's leave that part in where he said that so they can see the real Maddie. <laughs> leave that in, Jason. <laughs> leave that in, please. I need to be vindicated. Don't leave that in. Leave that in. Okay, also, I gotta go. I, I gotta take a shit. That's that's how you you gotta take a shit? Okay, he's gotta take a shit, everybody. I gotta shit. It's bursting my asshole. It's bursting. All right. I've been holding okay. it like for an hour. All right. We'll what, talk you wanna later. talk? You just got on no. your phone. As soon as I say one thing, you go right on your phone. You said you gotta take a shit. The show's over, so I'm out. I'm done. I'll see you later. I love you. Hope you, hope you enjoy your shit. <laughs>